my neighbor's tree was beautiful. It was tall. It was on the front yard for all the cars driving by to see. It had a really unique looking trunk, which made it a spectacle to look at. The neighbor kids would climb on it over and over. And then a couple months ago, a windstorm came. And while many of the trees on my street lost some branches, they were all still standing strong, except for my neighbor's tree. Half of my neighbor's tree had fallen right over. In our passage that we're going to look at this morning, we're going to see the importance of having deep roots, of having a firm foundation when it comes to our faith. Because as a church of Jesus, if we have confessed Jesus as Lord, we already have a foundation. Through faith in Jesus and in his word, we have everything we need to be rooted into, to build on. But as we can see everywhere around us, it can be, temp- it can be a temptation to want to be rooted in something else. To build new foundations. To search after what's attractive or after what's more relevant, or after what we believe to be true for us. But as a church, as believers in Jesus, we're going to see how we are called to walk in Jesus in a way that builds on what has already been given to us, to be rooted in what has already been given to us. Our brother Joseph read Colossians 1-8, but I'm going to be focusing on verses 6 and 7. So look again at verse 6 with me. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. What we see there from verse 6 is that as we walk with Jesus, what we first what we are first given is Jesus. The word received brings to us brings to our minds the idea of receiving a gift. Christmas is coming very soon. And I'm sure some of you have already started your Christmas shopping. But giving and receiving gifts at Christmas often brings so much joy to families. And it reminds us of the amazing gift we received when God sent his son, Jesus, into the world. But receiving a gift is a wonderful thing. And it's a wonderful thing we get to experience in life. It brings joy and laughter and thankfulness. Because when you received a gift, it is not something that you are owed It's not something you deserve, but a gift given to you because of the love and the care of the gift giver. So that's the the image that we see here from the Apostle Paul, that as a believer in Jesus, you have been given the gift of grace that is found through faith in Jesus. We see that from from Ephesians 2.8 that we actually already heard this morning, that the gift of grace through faith is not of our own doing, but a gift of God. It's not something that we have earned, not because we have worked really hard, but all because of God's work in sending his son, Jesus, to us. When I was in grade six, I received a great gift. I was given a brand new pair of really nice rollerblades. Back then, rollerblades were all the rage. I think they're still, they're still great nowadays. But my... My road hockey opponents did not know what hit them after I got those rollerblades. I love those things. I used them over and over. I used them for years. I actually still, in fact, have these same rollerblades. 
As a believer in Jesus, because we have received this incredible gift of Jesus, we don't just receive the message of the gospel, but we receive Jesus himself. And as we receive Jesus, we we embrace him, we hold on to him. We have this new identity in Christ. We are in Christ and he is in us. And when it comes to thinking about walking in Jesus, Paul calls us here in our verse to reflect on the fact that we have received this gift of Jesus, to think about it, to, to dwell on the fact that we now have Jesus, to remember our state before Christ and how Jesus has given us this new life. Tim Challies talks about the importance of recounting the gospel to ourselves as we reflect on how we've been changed by the gospel. And and as we do that, we don't only recount the objective facts of the gospel, things like humanity fell into sin and Christ died for sinful human beings. But to come to the point where we reflect on how the gospel has saved us and say things like, I am a sinner and Christ died for me. Walking with Jesus means daily remembering who we are in Christ, remembering the gift of Jesus that we've received, and allowing that to guide us and carry us through as we walk with him throughout our day. Only because we've received Jesus can we walk with him. But not only can we walk with him, not only do we get to walk with him, but we want to and we're called to. Walking with Jesus means you've been given Jesus, means you have been saved by him. He is now in you. You are now in him. Because of this new identity, and because of this new life in Jesus, there's this expectation, this desire to walk with him, remembering who we are in Christ and remembering what he's done for us. But as we embrace this, this salvation, this gift of Jesus, As we take hold of this gift of Jesus, we're not left to ourselves to figure out what to do next. We don't start at zero and then have to try and scramble to find our way or decipher for ourselves the right way to go. Look again at our our verses, starting again at verse 6. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. I am not a handyman. Um, there are several of, of you handymen in our congregation, but that is not me, although I've tried to learn a little bit more recently. But a couple of years ago, I had an idea to build a, a wooden dog crate for my dog. I had seen a few pictures online of, of what it could be like, and then I tried to build it. It did not go over very well, and if I had a dollar for every time I asked myself why in the world was I doing this, I would be rich right now. And suffice to say, it was a struggle until I asked for help. Until I had a few people teach me how to go about building it, what methods to use, what tools to use. They gave me the foundation necessary on which to build this dog crate. We see from our passage here in Colossians that The the Colossian church already had a foundation to build on, right? They had received Christ, they'd received this gift of salvation, and they were to walk in this Jesus whom they've received, but they also had the gift of Paul's teaching. They also had the gift of, of sound 
doctrine. They had this gift of God's word that had already gone before them. When they had trusted in Jesus for salvation and held on to Jesus, they didn't have to scramble to figure out how to, to build, what to build their faith on. How to build their faith to be more like Christ. They didn't have to wonder where to start, what direction to go in. For us here this morning, as the, for the church of Jesus Christ, we don't have to wonder where to turn. We don't have to guess how to walk faithfully with Christ. How to walk faithfully on the path that, that God has laid out for us. We've received the foundation of which to be rooted in, of which to build on, and that is God's word. That's why we want to be a church that prioritizes God's word as his very words to us, as inspired by him, as prof- profitable in all aspects of life. In our passage here this morning, it, it seems like Paul is trying to confuse us a little bit because he uses a variety of different metaphors in our passage. Right, he already used the, the walking metaphor, kind of giving us the illustration of walking in our walks with Jesus, walking on the path that God has laid out for us. But next he gives us an agricultural metaphor. He uses the word rooted, which makes us think of a tree that is rooted deeply into the soil. Unlike my neighbor's tree, when a tree is deeply rooted into the soil, it's not going to blow over when the next windstorm comes. It won't get knocked over because its roots are firmly planted. As the church of Jesus, as we are taught according to God's word, and should we should desire to sink our roots deeper and deeper into the faith that is found in God's word. We are in the midst of a culture where truth is relative, where truth is whatever you want it to be, that you are to just shout out your truth. We have celebrities telling us that we need to shout out our truth so that others can feel more comfortable living in their truths as well. Relativism, believing that truth is relative, that it's whatever you want it to be, that's a a major cornerstone in our culture. Another really big one has been the rise of individualism. People come to the conclusion that with so much information out there and it just seems to be so much deferring information out there, that just can't be trusted. Or people would say that they've been hurt by government and government can't be trusted or by authority. Um, Teachers, parents can't be trusted. Church authority cannot be trusted. But who I can trust and who I can go to is myself. But as a church, we believe that truth comes from outside of us, outside of ourselves. And we can't find ourselves by being true to who we are, but we can actually find ourselves by going outside of ourselves, by deepening our roots in the truth that comes from God and from his word, by growing in our knowledge of scripture, growing in doctrine. Paul is telling the Colossians, look, you have received Jesus. You've received this incredible gift of salvation. Therefore, walk in him, walk in Jesus. And to do that, you develop deep roots by believing that what you are taught is true, what you are taught from God's word is good, and that it is worth holding on to. Because deep roots in what we have been taught from God's word is necessary in a world and a time where new winds, new directions are always calling. 
And that was the same for the Colossians. Look with me again to verse 8 that Joseph read earlier. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. The world is always looking for a way to get into the church, to get into our hearts, to diminish Christ in our lives, to doubt his authority, to doubt his example, his sacrifice, to doubt his lordship. But we are being called in this passage that as a church, as individual believers, to be rooted in our faith by being rooted according to what we are taught so that the philosophies, the interpretations of the world will not knock us over. We had a walking metaphor and then we had an agricultural metaphor. But next we get a construction metaphor. In verse 7 we see there, we see rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Built up. So not only does walking with Jesus look like being deeply rooted so that we won't get knocked over. But Paul is reminding us that we already have this foundation of which to build on. We have several framers here in our congregation this morning. And when a framer would come to a lot in order to build the frame of a house, the foundation is already there. The foundation of the house is already there. They don't have to come to a a green lot and try and dig for the foundation and, and, and pour it and wait for it sets and then try and build on top of that. No, the foundation is already laid. It's already solid, in place, immovable, proven. And they build the frame on top of the foundation that's already been laid. It seems a little weird to us that Paul would use an agricultural metaphor and then a construction metaphor, but they seem to fit. Because the church has already been given a strong foundation. We are to cling to it, to make deep roots and to build up and grow from the foundation that's already been laid. David Mathis, in his book called Habits of Grace, talks about the, how the grace that we receive at salvation isn't the only way that we receive God's grace. But he describes God's word as a means of sustaining grace that God has given us as well. But in order to be able to receive this means of sustaining grace... To receive this way that God blesses us, we have to put ourselves in a position to take hold of this grace that he's given. Because in Christ, we've received this gift of Jesus, we've received this gift of salvation, but we've also received this means of grace in the form of God's word, in the form of the foundation we are to build on. Think about whether or not you are desiring Right now, to walk in Jesus by building on the foundation of God's word. Are you prioritizing taking advantage of different ways even to to hear God's word being taught here at People's Church? Through preaching, exalt, Bible studies, small groups, youth nights, and children's programs. But not just corporately as a body, but also individually in our lives. Are we taking advantage of This foundation we have in God's word by studying it, by um, these doctrines of faith that are the building blocks of of our faith. 
as we are rooted in God's word, rooted in knowing what it says and, and believe it to be true, we're going to be able to build and, and, and build up and grow our faith as we walk with Jesus, knowing that the Lord is growing us and working in us. Like a house that has a solid foundation and then the walls start getting built up, the floors get laid down, bricks start getting placed on the outer walls, strengthening it even more. We've been given a foundation on which to build on that we can be rooted in. And as we, as we grow on this foundation, we will be continually brought into maturity in Christ. We'll be strengthened, established in our faith. We'll be able to discern more and more what the philosophies of the world are, be less and less tempted by them because we're holding on, we're clinging to Christ. We'll be more and more disciplined to follow Jesus. And as we're brought to maturity in Jesus, as we are established, there will be evidence of that. There will be fruit of that. And one such fruit of that that we see in our passage, as we're being rooted and as we're being built up, is thanksgiving. From verse 7 again there. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Paul is telling us that as we daily walk with Jesus, because we've received him, and we've received a foundation to build on, that that results in something. We see Paul talk about thankfulness a lot in his letters. He often uses thanksgiving, thankfulness, as a, a measuring stick of our walk with Jesus. A big indicator of a departure from God is a lack of thankfulness, a lack of thanksgiving. But on the other hand, as the church of Jesus Christ, as believers, thankfulness can be a big indicator of our growth in Christ. Thompson, in his commentary on Chronicles, or sorry, on Colossians, says this Deep roots of faith evidence themselves in an attitude of gratitude for both the initial experience of salvation and the continued sustaining of life. As we think back to our salvation in Jesus, think back to how we've received Jesus as Lord, that makes us thankful. And as we think about this foundation that we've been given, the grace that we've been given to continue in Jesus and grow in him every day, that makes us thankful. Circumstances in our lives can often make it difficult to be thankful in those circumstances. We can have attacks that want to shift us away from Christ, away from the truth that we find in God's word, away from the foundation that we have. And while we're not called to be thankful for everything we face, we're called to be thankful in everything we face. And as we faithfully walk with Jesus, it's going to result in thankfulness in in all circumstances. And if thankfulness is not evident in us, but rather complaining and and selfishness, self-obsession, You might need to to search your heart and commit to walking faithfully with Christ. Because our passage points out to us that we can be thankful because someone outside of ourselves has saved us and given us the grace, the means that we can walk with him. We don't have to grab our excavator 
We don't have to go to a, an empty lot and try and figure out all the, the specifications and measurements to dig and lay a foundation. We can be thankful that as we walk with Jesus, we have been given Jesus. We've been given his word, the foundation on which to build up our faith. We can't find that in ourselves. We can't find it by the influence of, of others that want their truth to be our truth. But we have a solid foundation because we are in Jesus, because we have been taught through his word how to grow in him, who to be rooted in. We're called to be rooted in our faith, to cling to Jesus and his word, to remember who we are and to desire to grow into maturity in Christ. Let me pray. God, thank you for the truth that is found in your word. That, Lord, we know that truth comes from you. Truth comes from your word. This foundation is found in you and in your word. And we don't have to go searching for it. Um, we know that the world is wanting to throw at us all these, these winds of change and telling us that we should just... Um, think of ourselves and build what we want to build. But Lord, we know that that is not true. Um, we know that we have received this incredible gift of your son, Jesus, and that makes us thankful. And that makes us want to build deeper roots and to build up from that foundation. Lord, help us to, to want to be rooted in you. Help us to grow our faith from, from your word. And Lord, we ask you that you bring us into maturity, that there will be fruit of that, that there will be evidence of that, that you'll help us to be thankful in our lives, that you'll help us to turn to you with thanksgiving in everything that we face. Thank you again for this morning. Thank you for your word. We pray these things in your name. Amen.